So, my story, I'll show you a picture. Who's that cute baby? This is me. I'm not quite sure how old I am here, but very little. Pretty cute, I think so. I think so. And this is me with my family now. So I'm married to Giovanni, and we have two girls, Bethia and Casey. And Giovanni is a Salvation Army officer, so he leads a church in Red Hill. And him and the girls um, will have been over there today and are often over there, which is why you might not see them. Um, and I'm over here. So how did I get from that cute little baby to me here with my beautiful family. That's what my story is. And as I was asked to kind of reflect back on my story, I came up with a picture that I think represents that story. Ups and downs, big, massive loop-the-loops. And I don't know about you, but I hate roller coasters. this, I think, looks like life, um, the ups and the downs of life. And I was trying to look back and think, what are those key moments in my life that kind of define the person that I am and define that journey? And I think the first, for me, the first defining moment was when I was about 10. We moved as a family to Hastings. And I was given a leaflet um, inviting me to a Savish Army kids club. And so I went along to the kids club by myself. I was a very shy 10-year-old. Um, and quite frankly, I was just amazed at the fact that here at the kids club, they were adults who actually seemed to care about me, who actually seemed to think I was important who actually seemed to really love me and think I was lovable and worth investing time in. And I was quite overwhelmed by that. And as the, the weeks and months went by, and they still seemed to think I was significant, they still seemed to think I was important, that was something that I couldn't quite, I couldn't quite get my head around because... I'd never felt that, not at home, not anywhere. I'd never felt important. I'd never even felt very noticed. And yet here were these adults who were investing that time and that love and that care in me. And I kept going. And I know now that that love that they were sharing was the love that they understood from God. But And at the time, it was just it was just quite overwhelming for me. So for me, that was, that's the first significant moment in my life that really defines who I am, seeing that love and that care in action. And then when I went to university, um, I studied Spanish and Latin American studies. And that meant that my second year of university was spent six months studying in Spain and six months in Mexico. And everyone tells me, really good choice (laughs) of course and so there's a couple of defining moments in that year too the first one was after my time my six months in in Spain 
I had to then travel back home and I was going to travel by ferry, which was like 26 hours or something or 27 hours, but it was the cheapest form of transport for me as a student. And I had to stay in a bed and breakfast the night before, um, before getting the ferry. And a series of strange and difficult circumstances meant I almost missed the ferry. And, but I got it. And when I in, like, was basically escorted by a policeman in the end to actually get on that, on that ferry um, on time. And when I finally got there, I finally got into that cabin and I sat down on my bed, kind of exhausted and emotional and kind of, I thought, God, you got me here. You got me here. I don't know how, but I'm here and you got me here. And it was a moment that I, I said, I, I believe you. I believe you're, um, you are here for me. And then I thought to myself, what do people do when they speak in church? They always have a really good Bible verse when they're giving their testimony. So I got out my Bible. I thought, I've got to find a really good Bible verse. And I had a good news Bible translation at that time. And I found Psalm 16. And there's words that say, you, Lord, are all I have. And you give me all I need. My future is in your hands. And since then, I've looked in pretty much every other translation. It doesn't quite phrase it that way. So I really like that um, translation. You, Lord, are all I have, and you give me all I need. My future is in your hands. And I, and I said, yeah, God, this is it. I believe you. I, my future is in your hands. And so then my second six months were in Mexico. And on the first day we arrived at the university where we were um, going to be studying, and the principal met us half an hour late, as all good Latin Americans. And he brought us some beers, and he said, okay, where's the forms I need to sign to say you've attended classes? Let me sign them, you go and enjoy yourself. So an interesting six months followed. Didn't attend church once. Um, and it was just the, yeah, a different six months in my life. And there was a moment, again, one of those defining moments when I was there in Mexico. And I was standing in a street and I really strongly felt God speaking to me. And it's one of those things that I've heard people say in church and I'd heard people say before, you know, God was shouting at me, God was talking to me. And I always thought, yeah, right, okay. But I can so clearly remember that moment 20-something years later of God saying, look over there. And one side, there was these really big um, mansions, really very, very wealthy people, um, big house, security fence, um, dogs patrolling. And then God saying, look over there. And there was a family who, lots and lots of people in a, in a small house together with, with no real material possessions. And God saying, who is content? Who has peace? Who is living without fear? And that was so clearly the family that were living together without any material possessions, the, the 
people in this big mansion were living in fear. They had everything materially, but they were so scared. They had to have security fences. They had to have everything to stop people getting in to get their stuff. And it was just a moment of God really, it just feels like in that moment, my priorities for life were, were sorted. And I thought, this, this is who I am. This is what I want. I want to be that person who has that peace and that security of knowing God is all I have and God is all I need and that my future's in his hands. So those were key defining moments. Um, and then after university, um, I went to work for the Savage Army in Ecuador and I lived and worked there for two years um, doing all sorts of things, um, teaching, um, looking after children, preaching. The first time I preached it was in Spanish in Ecuador. I think the people I worked with thought I was some kind of, that I'd done this before, <laughs> but I hadn't. Um, but it was an amazing two years, and I met there. That's where I met Giovanni, who is now my husband. And one day, when you maybe get to meet him, you'll hear the romantic version of the story where this English girl came into his life, green eyes. And But I'll let him tell you the romantic version if you get to meet him. So we were there for two years. Then we decided to come back. We got married, had our children. Um, we both um, began working for the Salvation Army as Salvation Army officers, ministers, um, planting churches, um, and, and life was good. And um, when I'm looking back and seeing, you know, reflecting on my story, my journey, um, I think that's the bit of the roller coaster where you're going up, and you're going up, and you're going up, and you're going up, and you suddenly you suddenly know there's a drop coming. <laughs> you know that there's some big drop um, that's going to come. And, and for me, in, in 2009, that big drop came. The big crash came. And so many things happened in that year that really crashed, crashed in on my life and unexpected things and being let down um, by people very publicly and lots of lots of horrible things happening and it didn't make sense and it wasn't it was unexpected and and through over during that time and over the next few years people would sometimes say to me Louisa you're so strong you're so strong how how did you how did you not fall apart with all that and I think what I've what I came to realize is that I'm not strong. <laughs> um, what I came to realize that God is the one who's strong in my life. And what I think I came to realize was that actually all those ups and downs and those loop, the loops in life, that's life. That's life for all of us. There are the ups, there are the downs, there are the times when that feel like crashing and there are the times that feel great. That's life. What makes a difference is what we decide to trust in those times, in whom we decide to trust in those times. And only then are we not defined by the ups and downs. Only then are we defined by in whom we place our trust. 
And for me, my trust, I realized that deep, deep down inside, God was the bottom line. God was the one who gave me everything that I needed. And so God was that rock, that firm rock beneath my feet. And so to, when I was looking um, of, of what, what Bible passage I wanted to share with you when I was sharing my story, and I looked at Psalm 62, which we read earlier, it says in there, God is my rock. God is my fortress. God is my strength. Oh, gone on to another picture. <laughs> I didn't show you those ones. There you go. A lovely family. If we look at Psalm 62, David, who wrote Psalm 62, he had plenty of ups and downs in his life. At the time, people are trying to kill him. People are after him. People are trying to throw him down, it says. But he says, my soul finds rest in God alone. He's my rock. He's my salvation. He's my fortress. I shall never be shaken. That firm rock beneath his feet. And I think what I, I, I think my story is that God is my rock, that firm, solid foundation beneath my feet. And I read those words in Psalm 62 and as I read them, God is my rock. God is my salvation. God is my fortress. God is my rock. God is my salvation. It says it several times. God, he is my mighty rock. He's my refuge. I kind of feel invincible when I start to read those things. I think, wow, if God is my rock, if God says that he is for me, who can be against me? If God is that solid, firm rock beneath my feet, what does it matter what ups and downs come in my life? But I have to be honest with you. One time, a few years ago, we went to the Isle of Arran and we climbed this mountain. Giovanni tells me it doesn't quite constitute a mountain, but it was a mountain. It was massive. It was high. And we climbed this mountain and... We got to the top, and there we were, standing on a solid, firm rock beneath our feet. Solid, firm, strong. Giovanni was celebrating, feeling like on the top of the world. I was freaking out. I was scared. I, I was convinced somehow that we were going to fall off, or some, somehow I was going to slip. And, and I think, for me, I just have to constantly remind myself that that rock beneath my feet doesn't change. I do. But the rock beneath my feet doesn't. God is that rock. God is firm. God is unchanging. God is in whom I trust. God says I'm significant. God says I'm lovable and loved. That's the bottom line. And when those ups and downs come and when those shaking comes, I remind myself, God is my rock. Deep, deep down inside, that is the truth. And that is the foundation. And that is what I base my life on. God as my rock, firm beneath my feet. And I think my, um, you know, one of the reasons that I came to work here as a children and family worker is because I want to, to be someone who encourages 
everyone to understand that bottom line truth, that that we are loved, we are significant. And for me, how amazing if as young as possible, that strong foundation is established. For children, if as young as possible, children would realize I'm significant, I am loved. I can stand on the truth that God is for me. God wants good things for my life. If as young as possible, that's in deep, deep down in their, in their heart and soul and mind, then they will change the world. We will change the world. We will bring God's kingdom here on earth because with that security, that confidence of knowing that we are loved, we are significant, then we can bring God's kingdom here on earth. So that is, that is my story, um, that God is my rock in whom I trust.